Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the You Get Snatched episodes. Welcome, guys. <laughs> we are here for your problems. Um, obviously anonymous, and we're going to help you try and solve them in the best you and Latoya way we can. Uh, yeah. We may not even agree on the solutions that we provide you, but we do hope we'll give you something to walk away and uh, think about. <laughs> I'm sure find, we will. Yeah, find the journey <laughs> to your answer. Um, so how it work? Uh, <laughs> how it work? Every episode is we'll have two to three dilemmas. Some will be spicy. Some will be um, I don't know what. How, how would you describe it? It's not spicy. What was opposite? Don't say salty. It's not, what would it be? It's, I mean, it's kind of like a mixture between both. Some of them will be spicy. Yeah. Some of them might be a little bit salty. Yeah. But, but you know what? If you want to send them the dilemma, feel free to do that because we'll try and put our, um, our you and Latoya kind of like spin on it. But yeah, as Latoya said, um, the You Get Snatched uh, episodes is us basically answering your dilemmas. Um, and it's almost like our interim kind of mini-sos, isn't it? Like it is. before we go on to like season two, um, which we are thinking about now. Yeah, we are. It's going to be very, very good. So, yeah, make sure you stay tuned. Make sure you're following us on Spotify so you always get your new episodes straight away as soon as you log on to Spotify. Um, yeah. <laughs> and we're on Instagram, um, Snapshot Podcast, and, of course, email us. But anyway, down cool. to the, the first dilemma. The nitty-gritty. The nitty-gritty. Uh, okay, I'll read out the first dilemma. Okay, cool. Do you take a risk and follow your gut, which could pay off great, but not guaranteed? Or do you take a safe approach that will be guaranteed? Talk about a riddle. Oh, God. Okay. A riddle, a riddle. That's a really good one to start off with. This it, is. <laughs> it is. So I think, um, I, you know what? I'm always going to say go for your gut. Yeah, I do. I do think that I always go for your gut because you know what? I know that you could, everyone can just play it safe, but if everyone played it safe, there will be no like spice or there'll be, I don't mm-hmm. think that people have like that much experience. And I do feel that, um, you know what, if you do follow your gut and it pays off, then at least that you can say, oh shit, you know what? I'm, I, it, it happened and I made it. Whereas if you don't necessarily follow your gut and then you will never know. So you'll always be asking yourself like, what if? Yeah. Do you know I what I mean? Agree. I agree. And, then, and I think that, like, you know what, what I think now, I think over this past, like, year, um, it's just kind of put things into perspective for me. So from a personal perspective, now I'm just like, you know what, fuck it, just go for it. Why not? Mm. What have you got to lose? What have you actually got to lose? Like, there is nothing that you have to lose. So I would always say, um, yeah, for sure, go for, your, go for your gut. What would you do? <laughs> Um, well, I agree. I think your gut is often correct. There's a reason why you've got that gut instinct and you know why you want to go ahead with what it is. You know it's, yeah. it's going to pay off. But I do always say, like, can you take, like, a more calculated risk is what I call it. So, mm. you know, it, do you have to make that decision right now? Even if you know you're going to do it, how much uh, – what's the word I'm looking for? Like, how much, like, room can you give yourself before you actually take the leap? So, for example, if you think about starting um, a business – um, or starting your own thing that requires money and you're not going to have mm-hmm. any money going in. Um, mm-hmm. I went to a really great workshop about being your own boss. And these are all people who've left their jobs to start businesses or start their own thing or become freelance consultants. And mm-hmm. what one of them said is, look, be practical about money. Make sure you save at least six months worth of salary before you go and jump off and do your own thing. It's not about, you know, it's tomorrow and just walking out. So I think just being a little bit measured. And secondly, does the risk you want to take 
affect other people. I mean, as long as it's not going to hurt no one, no one's going to end up like locked in the boot of a car or, you know, there's yeah. no... <laughs> I mean. See, could you imagine? Do, do, do I take the risk? Lock, lock up your ex in the boot yeah. of a car. Do you know what I mean? We don't know what, the, what you're talking about, mate. Depending on the situation, on if the it's situation. your ex, put them in the boot. Put them in the boot. I'm joking, I'm joking. Put they might, carry they on, might sorry. get out the boot and they might love me. No. <laughs> Don't put them in the boot. But I think if the risk, sorry, the risk does not financially, emotionally or physically um, affect other people. So, for example, um, if you are, I don't know, I'm going back to business again because I assume this might be something to do with a job or maybe like, I don't know, moving to another city. So, say, for example, it's moving to another city and you're in a flat share with three other people. Mm. If you say I'm handing my notice tomorrow, is that going to leave those people financially in a... You know, you can't just walk out. It has to be a little bit measured. Give them some, like, notice. Oh, I'm leaving. I've decided to move to, I don't know, Scotland. And I just want you to know that I'll be going, you know, in six weeks' time. Just give Mm -hmm. people a little bit of a heads up. I just think just don't do things that, like, will hurt people. doesn't mean don't think about yourself, but just be a little bit measured. But follow your gut. Yeah, See, I, I know you're looking at me and just like, okay, here comes the counter. <laughs> yeah, he's going to say no. No, like, look, I, I, I agree with you in terms of, you know what, like, to be quite measured. I think for, um, you know, for the listener who submitted that dilemma, I absolutely would definitely encourage you to listen to what Latoya is saying. I think you need to measure out, you know, like, what are going to be the benefits if you take that risk, like, and really be, um, to your point, so you said be calculated. I love the advice that you're saying around, you know, if you're looking to move to another job, um, or start your own business make sure that you've got like enough like salary for six months because I yeah. do feel that your know, money is a massive factor that stops people from if we're using starting your business as that example mm-hmm. um, so I do agree with you I do feel that there's sometimes though what stops people from using utilizing their gut and going with their gut instinct is the fact that they are so um focused on how other people will feel that's true so, uh, so yeah. I, I hear what you're saying, but then equally, like if I stand around and listen to every Tom, Dick and Harry and what my mum wanted me to do, et cetera, et cetera, I don't feel, I think that would have been a bit of a blocker. Not saying my mum's not, hasn't been super supportive or like, you know, my family, my friends and my relationship hasn't necessarily been supportive. But if you continue to listen and consider how other people will feel, like you're just going to waste a lifetime of thinking about, oh God, Very let true. me not do that because it's not going to help that person. Yeah. When actually in that moment in time, and I know this is coming across may come across quite selfish (laughs) (laughs) in that moment in time it is about you it is about you um and you need to make the decision that is right for you so I think going back to what you were saying around actually taking that calculated risk but really sitting back and reviewing you know what what will be the impact of this on myself? What will be the impact on other people? But actually, ultimately, if it's your happiness that's at stake yeah. and your mental health, then you need to do what's right for you. So I I'll always tell you, you know what, follow your gut. Don't worry about what other people are going to think because people are going to be out here worrying about what you're going to be doing for the rest of your life until that's the day you die. So always go for your gut. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to bounce back. Yeah, you no, get- no, no, no. <laughs> Sorry, guys, if you ever saw like the little, like, the do, you, do you see the head movement there? You get snapped. <laughs> yes. So, as you had said, 
I agree. Your happiness is the most paramount thing that you can be focused on in terms of making a decision. Um, I don't know if we helped. I think I feel like we helped. I feel like I hope so. Food for yeah. thought to think about there. So uh, yeah, yeah, I hope that that helped a bit. And if not, just please send a follow up question. Yeah, no, for sure. And and I think as well, just going back onto, I know we're kind of like wrapping up this dilemma. Yeah, yeah, I definitely think that we helped. But then, you know, I think if if you follow your gut Mm. and it's the wrong decision, it's okay. Yeah. Because at least as long as you learn from the mistake then that's fine. And I think it's about people really, to your point, reviewing, okay, what mm. is the impact? How can I do that? Is it going to impact other people to a degree? Because remember, yeah. it's, from my point, you need to be selfish. Absolutely. But I think that you just need to review that. And it's okay if you if you do follow your gut, it doesn't work out because at least you've tried. Because yeah. I think that the, the, the thing is that will probably be, that will eat, I know if it was me, the thing is that eats me up inside is when I sit there and I'll be like, oh my God, you know what? I should have done should've that. Should have done should've it, yeah. Should have, would have, could Yeah. And that's not okay. So Maybe yeah, I say for me, all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we hope that helped. As I said, if it didn't, send your follow-up question and we'll try. Or, or maybe yeah. like if you want to send specifically what it is you want to take a risk about, that would be good. Because then maybe yes. we can follow up and actually be more specific. Unless it's like kidnapping an ex we don't condone. So <laughs> please don't send that in. <laughs> okay. I love it. I love Sorry. it. <laughs> Speaking of exes, <laughs> we're on to dilemma number two. Oh, yeah, so we're going on to dilemma number two. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. Shall we, I'll read this one yeah, out? I, yeah, I, no, I can read this one out. Okay, cool. So, guys, okay. one is, how do I stop hating my ex? We were together for four years. He broke up with me six months ago, and he was my first love. He has moved on with somebody else, and I don't want him back, but I'm still hurt by the way things were ended. I just want to be able to forgive him and move on. Please help. Ooh. That's a hard one, you know. We've all been there. <laughs> We've all been yeah, there. That's, that's a hard one. I had to really think about this dilemma because you have to not personalise this because everybody deals with exes very differently. So mm. I think I tried to think about advice that is generic enough mm. to support this. what this person needs so i did a little bit of thinking and one of my favorite poets well not favorite you know she's a new millennial poet is rupi core and i do love her little sentences because i feel like she summarizes so she's got two poems that summarize how i feel about the situation the first one is the way they leave you tells you everything oh wow the second one is do not look for healing at the feet of those who broke you that will take me to my point. Sometimes, baby girl or baby boy, forgiveness is not needed for healing. And I'm going to be controversial because I do not think you need to forgive to heal yourself. The reason why I say this is because <laughs> I was thinking about this on my lockdown journey. Um, and this is a sentence that I came up with that, that summarizes it. Mm-hmm. You are not the swan song in the redemption arc, in the story of your ex's life. So what I mean by that is, you do not have to be the saviour and forgiver to help someone become a better person. Even if it's for yourself, why, mm. if you're not ready to forgive, why are you forcing it? Mm. Why are you forcing it? Because actually, you're not ready to, you're hurt. It's okay to be hurt, okay? I've got notes for you. 
So, oh my god, you actually got notes. You got too much. Would they actually care? Number one, if if you forgave them or not? That let's just let's be real because there are some people out there that don't actually care. Like if if that person has ended the relationship and they've moved on. They might not actually care. It's terrible. They might not be bothered whether you forgive them or not. Um, unless you're seeing some sort of apology from them, maybe some remorse. The sad truth is that they're they probably not, they're not bothered. Or they could be hiding it really well. You probably know your expert than we do. But what is the he's he's got his reason for why he doesn't want to be with you anymore. And ultimately you have to respect that, whatever it is. Now you're saying that you're you don't want to get back with the person, but that's why I said just forgive when you're ready. But ultimately the first thing you need to do is just forgive yourself. Because actually I think when you are the person who's been dumped, there's a lot mm-hmm. of um self-hatred, I call it. You get really like it you really get into yourself on yourself like what did i do wrong what did i what did i what could i not bring to that relationship yeah but you pull that energy into yourself pull that energy into your light into your spirit just as i say activate your source this is the time this is a, this is the glow up period yes. okay you had 6 months yes. you had 6 <laughs> months of distress <laughs> it's time that the, the hairdressers and barbers that will open Okay, so we can all now go and readjust our wigs. We can all go and redo our nails. <laughs> There's no Get them eyelashes. Get the eyelashes. Trust me. Yeah. Trust me. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, I just feel like I'm not all for forgiveness every time. And I know that's yeah. probably not right. And I don't think, I think what is more powerful than hating someone is actually indifference. Because the mm. moment that you actually stop caring, it's like a weight is lifted off your shoulder. When you're hating, you're pouring so much energy, it's, just, it's negative. But when it's indifference, it's like, well, you know what? Whether they're here, whether they're there, it's okay. My life is is moving. Um, mm. But I know there'll be some people saying, no, if you don't forgive, you never truly heal. You're at, what is your, what is your point? Oh, <laughs> oh God. You're disagree with me? No, no. You know what? I love the way you were coming up with the scriptures, girl. The scriptures. You actually had notes. You're hilarious. I love it. No, but you know what? I um, There's elements that I agree with you. I know. Yes. So um, I do feel that, I think everyone knows that the first cut is always the worst cut in it. Like, sure. you know, like I remember when I broke up with one of my exes and I was just a mess for like nine months, right? Because I think I loved him so much and it ended and I wasn't expecting it to end in the way it did. Mm-hmm. Um, and it took me a while to almost reconfigure and reconnect with who I was as an individual. Um, because I had been, although I'd been in the relationship like for between nine months to a year, it's not necessarily the same for, you know, four years, but the love that, that was there in the relationship was quite intense. All of a sudden when it was gone, it was a massive, um, it had a massive impact on me. So I think, yeah, the, the first cut is always the worst cut and it does take you it took me a while to reconnect with who I was as Mm. an individual because I think I put so much into that relationship um I agree with you when you're turning and saying you know what like what I did is because I was heartbroken and the heartbreak 
I had to channel that energy into something different. So I would always advise people to, you know what, like don't go on their social media or your exit social media, try to block any kind of, or hide their posts because actually you have that reminder all the time. And one day, two days you might be making progress and then something will happen. You'll see something on Instagram. You might smell something that reminds you of them and it takes you like three steps back, three days back, right? So that is all kind of like in the healing process. I don't know. I agree with you when you're turning and saying that, you know what? I think there's an element where you need to forgive yourself first. And I think you need to be okay with being by yourself before you can then begin to try to facilitate any conversation about you forgiving him because yep. you, you know what? It sounds to me that actually you're still not over him um, as yet. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. And that takes time. But I definitely think that, you know, you need to take the time out to really rebuild yourself as an individual. Cause four years is a long time. Like mm-hmm. everything you've probably done with that individual has been a couple. And now you're yeah. a single thing, you're a single unit. Right. So you mm-hmm. need to reconnect with actually who you are as a single person, um, go out for your friend, do the glow up as Latoya said. Um, <laughs> it's true. Do the glow up, um, as you said, um, and put your energy into almost like maybe something different. So, for example, a passion project, going out with friends, doing something new, a hobby, just to take your mind off of it. And I think, and meet new people as well. Um, And I think that would definitely help you. I have put down something I was thinking about this the other day. um, And I love the way you turned and said, um, forgive yourself. And I would advise this person yes, agree to forgive yourself. And the reason why you're forgiving yourself is for the fuckery that you're going to get up to during that the healing <laughs> process. Because it's true. No, you love Latoya, but it's true. It's true. It's true. It's true. And guys, I'm telling you this from experience. Like when I broke up with the ex that we're talking about, I was a mess for a cup for a while, right? So I was out there doing all sorts of shagri and all sorts of fuckery, right? like all sorts. And it was part of my process, mm-hmm. um, almost like self-destruct and then kind of build yourself back up again. Yeah. So I would definitely encourage you to figure yourself for the fuckery that you're going to go through, that you're going to get up to because yeah. you are going to get up to it. Right? Yeah. <laughs> you're it's always going to get up to it. Um, and then I think around like, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Forgive yourself before you can forgive them. And you know what? Don't try to force the meet up. Like, mm-hmm. I agree. Because if the person doesn't necessarily want to meet up with you, then that's on them. Yeah. Um, it's not necessarily on you. So if you try to facilitate a conversation and not necessarily feeling it, that's cool. It's not a reflection of you. It's a reflection of them. And actually they might not necessarily want to see you and that's okay. Um, I think it depends on, it'd be quite interesting. I would love to find out like how it ended Mm. as well because I think depending on how it ended um would determine actually you know how much forgiveness or if you could forgive that person uh at all they they've moved on to someone I think fairly quickly um, after a a four-year relationship is probably part of the the bit where and I've been there someone moves on really quickly after you've broken they've broken up with you and you I, for me personally, I felt like I was trying to forgive because I wanted to be a good person because good people. Mm-hmm. And also if I really loved that person, I should just forgive them and love overrules everything. But actually, actually, if that person has done fuckeries, it's okay to be angry about that. It's okay to be like upset that, you know, in this person's instance, someone is filling her shoes that she's been in for four years yeah absolutely okay to be upset about that um I would say 
you know, you don't even need to meet up. I, sometimes it's, it's, I think people need, think they need to have that conversation. And sometimes yeah, it's useful. You can have the conversation, you can find out what happened. But actually, sometimes it brings up more questions than answers. It yeah. actually, you, you then start going into this spiral of like, but what about this? But well, why did that happen? And then you start reflecting on that point. And this, and sometimes it just brings more problems. That's why I'm mm. just like, indifference, baby, let it go. Just don't even put your energy into trying to find the answers right now. Like you said, you are like, when you forgive yourself for the fuck is you will get up to. Um, you might have sure. that, that clarification morning when you wake up. Like, shit, what happened in the last three months? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then you're like, I'm ready to reset. Now, I'm not saying you need to get under somebody to get over this person. It might help. But if you... I mean, <laughs> you know what? It depends on if you can handle it. It might help to your point. Yeah, true. It might help. But, but, yeah. um, no, but then no one deserves to be a rebound. So make sure that the lines are clear, that it's just a hookup. Sorry, just <laughs> putting out. No, no one to be hurt. But, a lash and dash. A lash and dash. <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> make sure that the boundaries are clear with your next hookup but um i would just say yeah i'm just back to my point i don't think you need to forgive them just yet just fix just fix yourself and get yourself to a happy place that could take another six months i think this the what is the theory it takes half the time you're with them to get over them apparently mm-hmm. So you got mm-hmm. two years to come. <laughs> Sorry. But you know what? I know, thanks Latoya, you got two years to come. <laughs> that poor, our poor listeners probably like, fucking hell guys, really? I come here for some advice. Shit, you're telling me, telling me I'm not going to get my ex in two years. <laughs> but no, but to Latoya's point, listener, whoever sent in the dilemma, you will, it takes, it's a process that you need to yeah. follow. And you know what? When you heal, you will heal. Yeah. And I do believe that if that was, you know, your first ever love, and as I said, the first cut is always the worst. How However, although it's the worst cut, it is probably the most, um, what word am I looking for? I think it's the most impactful in terms of your growth as an Mm -hmm. individual, Mm -hmm. because you feel, I know what you're probably going through is rock. I I know what you're going through is rock bottom. Every single day you wake up, you're thinking to that person, probably when you broke up with them, the next day you open your eyes, you're just like, is it a dream? You Mm -hmm. walk down the middle of the street and a song comes on, you remind you of that person. Someone walk past you wearing the same perfume or something that smells quite similar and reminds you of the same person. You start crying. (laughs) I know what it's like. Do you know what I mean? You can tell I know what it's like, (laughs) (laughs) but you, will get over this Definitely. you will get over this 100 100 but really thank you for your your dilemma yeah and I, I just want to put one last point to, to that you know yeah i've said to you before um it's a tweet that i read and it's really stuck with me <laughs> for a really long time yeah um and it's been like, Girl, yeah, i love it so much because so many gems so many like twitter philosophers but yeah you know it just said it's it's a person's place is reserved in hell with and without your forgiveness. God forgives. You don't have to. So if that person did you dirty, we don't know what he did. Don't worry about it. It's not your place to forgive them just yet. Mm. Just do you. It's a horrible quote, but it's a true quote because boy. Mm. There you go. Reserved in hell, mate. What can, what, what can you do? Maybe God will. And that's it, guys. Snatched. 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 (laughs) Right. We're done with that one. Um, So, the last dilemma. Hi, guys. Massive fan right uh, right here. So, my dilemma is, what should I do if I would like to explore myself sexually 
<laughs> in a relationship. Right. Right. <laughs> so, so, so hold on. Let me just let me just say so the person wants to explore themselves sexually, but they're in a relationship. Well, I was trying to work out whether they want to explore with themselves, like their their body themselves sexually, or yeah. they want to explore with others sexually. Because that's two very different things. Or would you like your, yeah, you and your partner to explore sexually yeah. together? It's it's yeah. So yeah, it's quite a broad one. It's quite a broad one. Um, I'm always, you know what, I'm down for ex- exploration sexually, hands down. Like, just just go for gold. Do you know what I mean? Why are you laughing? The toilet? <laughs> what is funny? It's true. You know, listen, it's true. Go for gold. I think if you're in a relationship, I think, yeah, it just depends on the context, right? Yeah. So if you want to explore yourself sexually as an individual, aka you want to do things to yourself, then crack on and do that. What, what's stopping you? You don't need to be in your partner's yard or you don't need to be with your partner or they don't need to be in your yard in order for you to do that. I think you could just crack on and do that. Um, I, I do feel if you want to explore uh, sexually with your partner, I think a conversation needs to be had. Yeah. So both parties are really clear in terms of, you know what, this is what I'm feeling. This is what I would want to do or, you know, this is what what you to do to me or vice versa. And I think that's quite a healthy conversation uh, that, you that that couples need to have i think that's fine um if it's at, but, but i do think there's a difference if you want to sexually explore with your partner and another person mm. now that's a different conversation mm-hmm. because that's how people like catch feelings and that's how it's true it's true that's how people like catch feelings if you're going to introduce like another person into your relationship right yeah. so if, if you're having a threesome right everybody needs to be super clear around what it actually yeah. is What's the boundary right yeah once you cross that boundary and you open that floodgate, then you, you're asking for all the waters to come out. <laughs> so I think that you just need to be clear and set real boundaries around actually, you know, I do want to introduce one person into the, another person into, um, into our bedroom. Um, this is the reasons why. Are you comfortable with that? Are you not? Et cetera, et cetera. And then you have the, the conversation. I mean, if your partner's not comfortable with that, then I think you need to respect that. Absolutely. I think it's just not pushing yeah don't push it some yeah are very vanilla and that's okay it's okay to be vanilla no you are it's okay it's okay to be vanilla it's fine to be vanilla and it's okay to to be vanilla as i've said three times if you're more a rum and raisin or a neapolitan and you're a little bit more experimental you might want to rethink that relationship because if that person is vanilla and they're not prepared to step into another flavor, it's never going to change. It's highly unlikely it's going to change. So if you're mm. with that, stay with that. But if you're not, and you feel like it's going to lead you to do things that will be disrespectful to your partner, then um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what? No, it's true. I do think, you know, some people are vanilla. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And I feel that, but I'm, you know, I'm all for sometimes you have to spice it up. You have to. So I'm like implementation of whatever in it, like, you know, <laughs> little, little ropes now and again, <laughs> better blindfolds. You know, what? it's very yeah. healthy for partners to take a trip to like a, a sex shop one, at least once together. I actually think it's quite healthy. No, I really think so. Because you know what? Yeah. When you go in and you get that real picture of like your partner's like, mm, no, that's too far. Or, yeah. oh, I'd like to see you in that. I think it's actually quite healthy to do that. 
um, and to have the discussion about it. But I think what tends to happen is I think I, f- I feel more in heterosexual relationships anyway, and I'm not generalizing. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe it's not the same for everybody, but I think yeah. women tend to be want to please a lot. So sometimes they even yeah. if they want to explore themselves sexually, they kind of do it within the limits of what their partner wants them to do, um, mm. and maybe won't push it further. And in the same token, I think also sometimes men with women. Mm. there's some sort of like they see a woman that's fragile like sometimes i think women are not seen as we're seen as sexy but not sexual beings i don't know if that that's two okay. things like you know okay. a woman can't be a woman possibly couldn't want to sleep like sleep around she possibly yeah. wouldn't want to have 10 dicks in one night because she's a whore if she wants to do that but actually yeah maybe she really wants 10 dicks in one night exactly it's true no i mean that she might actually just really enjoy sex but it's not yeah so i don't know the gender of the person that sent in the dilemma but yeah i think it depends i think that there'll be several factors that will i think affect what happens so their sexuality and their gender which is really bad but I, i do think it will affect I just feel like as a woman, if you said, if you said to your, if women can back me up on this, I think, unless your partner is really like open, if you said, oh, I want to, you, oh, you know, your mate, Dave. (laughs) Yeah. Dave, sorry for any days that our <laughs> listeners in got basic. Sorry, but it's just the way the way you said it. It's just so random, Dave. Dave. Okay. Yeah. Do you, how would you feel about like? Like all three of us, like you know, doing a thing. I mean, you're, you're no. They just be like no. But if you said, oh, I've been thinking, you know, um, you know, my friend Stacy, like, how would you feel like if all three of us like got your partner would be like, yes, let's go, let's go. But you say Dave, and the answer is no. It's not I- on women. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what? I can't comment about heterosexual relationship in it because I've got experience in that in 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 in, in that relationship. Um, I hate your point, but no, I have to disagree. I'm sorry because I think it's gonna be exactly the same. It could be said the same for like homosexual relationships. 100%. Okay, well, yeah. okay. So, what is the what is the what what's the word I'm looking for? What is the uh, I was gonna say identity? The person that would be frowned upon if you said I wanted to bring that type of person in would be a no as opposed to that person would be a yes no actually you know what okay yeah would anyone be frowned upon if that was okay uh, like, no. yeah is there any would there be like any that'd be like oh no we don't like falling short of like, not, being racist I mean, look, or ageist is there any yeah. like anything like I, I feel like you guys are more free more free yeah. More sexually liberated. <laughs> you know what? You know what? Look, I, I, I think that we. Um, no, I just think we're, we're. Yeah, we're more sexually free. There you go. <laughs> I'm just going to come up with that from my perspective, anyway. Some of our other listeners, or some of our listeners, might disagree. But no, I, I, I think yeah. I'm as for me, I'm just I'm quite open booking it. Like I don't necessarily mind having the conversation i do think i agree with you in terms of i do think that every partner should go uh to uh partners should go to a sex shop yeah definitely i agree but then equally i'm just going to do a little bit of promo and shout out i do think that every um a partner should go to torture garden as well where Torture garden what what's torture garden 
You don't know about torture garden? No, I don't, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) The torture garden is basically just like a fetish kind of, a fetish sex club. It happens like once every, well, back in the before, like BC, before COVID. Uh, It used to happen probably like every quarter. So they have like massive or every month in different locations. And it's basically like a sex fetish club, but it's like show, there's like dominatrix shows and stuff like that. It's actually really, really awesome. I mean, you know me, so you know me, I've done it. Do you know what I mean? The dark rooms, the threesomes, the torture gardens. (laughs) Oh, child. You know me, listen, uh, do everything, guys. Explore yourself, explore your partner, just just love and explore. But maybe this person should take their partner to torture garden. Maybe maybe a good start. Um, but the thing is, don't be freaked out, listeners, if you, you know, torture garden, you don't have to just go there for, like, you know, to to have an experience with, like, you know, three guys or six <laughs> guys and girls or whatever. You literally can go there just to see the show and enjoy the music. Now, there's one, there's to the, the caveat to that is you have to dress up. And it can't be one of them cheap, cheap Halloween costume dress-ups, right? We're talking about you best slap on your gladiator, like, skirt and your leather harness, um, some spandex or whatever, like a gimp mask, like we're talking nine tails whip, paddle. I'm really exposing myself on this episode, isn't it, lads? <laughs> 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 like you have to dress up. I'm going to let you um, lead on that question because I knew you had. You're so annoying. <laughs> a wealth of information to provide the listener. So I'm just patiently listening. I'm approved. So I'm just, you know. I'm just listening to what you have to say, but uh, <laughs> we love it though. We love it. I hope that I, I really, I really hope that helped or she and whoever else is listening. Um, if you feel that that's the, the, if you want to explore yourself and your, or your partner sexually, just be respectful. I think it's just our, our bottom line of what your partner wants, but you know, yeah. feel that that's not enough for you. Then, you know, just do, just go off and do your own thing. I think. Yeah, no, for sure. I definitely agree. I think, yeah, be be respectful. Oh, and another thing, I'm so oh. sorry. Be respectful and you need to be hygienic. <laughs> You're laughing. It's true. You need to be hygienic. In torture garden or generally? <laughs> no, but in torture garden, like, Natoya, no one's going to torture garden to desecrate on people. Like, listen, like, do you know? <laughs> No one's doing that, right? But I'm saying, saying like, you know, like some people, listen, some people are freak elites, you know, they really enjoy this. Listen, uh, I'm not going to get into it on this episode because, you know, I've got some stories and I just want to keep this super kind of like PC just for the first kind of you get snatched episode. But you know what? If the feedback, of the, the view, if the, if our listeners want to hear it, I don't mind going there. But no, I've had some people just need to be respectful and be hygienic. That's what I'm saying. As long as it doesn't like endanger yourself and your partner, then that's absolutely fine. Like crack on. Remember I said love is love. Explore yourself, explore your partner, everything. It's great. <laughs> I have nothing else to add. <laughs> I have nothing else to add. I've got I mean, you know, <laughs> you know, right, okay, yeah, no, let me not, let me not, let me not. <laughs> Okay, the rest of you story, they 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 could um 
Pardon? If, if I still say, if the listeners want to hear the rest of your story. Yeah. If you want to hear the rest of the story, feel free to reach out, drop us a, a comment, um, you know, under the post or drop us a, send, a uh, send us a message on our Instagram. Yeah. Um, and I can tell you, yeah, we'll record another episode. I'll, del- I'll delve into some of those episodes uh, to those stories I have. But then equally, if you want some advice, you know, because I have got this really cool game, right? Feel free to reach out as well to me directly because it's actually a really really cool game and that can support people to explore like their partner sexually okay uh, you're looking at me because i know that you want this game latoya <laughs> you want this game okay <laughs> it's a really cool game and it actually doesn't cost a lot as well <laughs> uh, <laughs> i'm gonna find out about what that game is first and then yeah i'll, I'll come back to the listeners whether it's worth your time doing um, I don't know what the question was again. Um, <laughs> you want to explore? They want to explore their, their, their themselves sexually, but they're in a relationship. That was the dilemma. <laughs> so you gave loads of wonderful advice. I really hope that was helpful. Um, yeah, I hope so. I think that was very in depth. I didn't contribute much, but you know, I was. Always it's all right. Me. Next time. depends on the question but next time um so yeah that was our free dilemmas for our first you get snatched episode that was yeah i know free dilemmas you get such episode i love the way in the post that we're just like yeah we're gonna have mini shows i'm looking at the time i'm like okay cool it's coming up to 40 minutes episode but it's fine it's fine that's the main thing so remember if you do want to submit a dilemma it is completely anonymous we have no name no ip address there's literally Mm. nothing other than what you put in the submission box so if you if you have a if you have a dilemma but you feel like people are going to know who you're talking about just change up a little bit you know yeah yeah so it's not too obvious because you know, maybe you have a dilemma about one of us, you know? True. It could be the case. Oh my God. <laughs> if it's my sister, I love you. Please don't submit anything. Okay. Just, it's, yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. No yeah. But, um, yeah, please submit some episodes into uh, episodes. Oh Lord. Lockdown has addled my brain. Please submit some questions for us um and we'll just answer them as best as we can and try and help you so yeah you yeah, get snatched. there you go you get well, snatched like a, like a a song but i haven't got one we haven't got a song yet it's fine you know what season two we'll get a song we'll get a song we will exactly <laughs> okay yeah, so yeah. i hope you guys uh, have really enjoyed um absolutely great evening Yeah, have a great evening, guys. See you later. Bye. Bye.